Sunday crunch time from the MCG as we gear up for the Blues and the Hawks. Josh Gablitz, Josh Jenkins, Cam Luke, and joined on the line now by uh, the skipper of the Hawthorne Football Club, James Sicily. He was going to be in the MCG box, but traffic, Melbourne out of control. James, as I welcome you in, we might get a traffic report, mate. How is the traffic out there around the MCG? Mate, chockers. I only just rocked up now. I'm sitting in the media room and I've been in here before, but um, yeah, took about 40 minutes to get through Punro, which wasn't pleasing. Disney on ice, mate. All those all those kids going to see uh, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that's what I was told by BJ and the other guys on ABC, but didn't know, so I probably could have left earlier. Uh, mate, it's all good. Thanks for joining us. Um, obviously, we'll get it out of the way. The situation with the suspension, the, the emotion that, that you felt, was it frustration, disappointment, Anger, surprise, like obviously when you when you did the tackle, did you think on the end of the game you might be in a bit of strife? What, what has gone through the mind since the decision? Yeah, no, I did feel like it was a bit unfair and unjust, but um, sort of had to get on with it, to be honest. Uh, I've probably been asked a thousand times um, about the tackle, and um, at the time I was probably more concerned with Hugh and didn't really believe that that was the outcome of the tackle because I, I didn't feel like... Uh, that would have my actions would have resulted in that, but um, yeah, look, incredibly stiff to be honest. But we move on. Sis Josh Gablich here. Sam Mitchell flag that you might try and get across to Europe for a couple of weeks. Might look at the Ashes. What have you done? You've you've missed two games. What have you been doing? Yeah, um, I didn't actually say I wanted to go to the Ashes. I'm not even a huge fan of cricket, so he stitched me up there, Sam. Um, <laughs> But uh, I've been doing a little bit of coaching, um, sitting in the box and just watching the young guys, um, sort of Josh Weddle and, and James Blank. I'm um, not really giving him giving them direction on game day, but more more in review and giving them feedback during the week. And um, I've enjoyed that. Probably continue to do it even when I'm back playing nowadays. Um, going forward, sorry, but yeah, my, my week and routine and training is, is as normal. It's just I'm not playing on the weekends at the moment. James, it's Josh Jenkins here. Um, I'm interested to, you know, you're able to sit back. When you're playing, it can be difficult at times to, to know exactly what parts of the game might be falling down or what areas of the game you're doing well, whereas, you know, sitting upstairs, I presume you either sit in the coach's box or the stats box beside it, and you, just, you get a better feel for what's happening. So, so what are some of the areas that you're seeing during your time off that you really want to go back out when you're playing and, and try and impact and influence so that, those areas of the game are, are much improved. Um, yeah, the game does look so much easier uh, from up upstairs. But I think one thing I've learned out of last week is just the importance of doing the basic things well and um, just executing basic skills. Um, and then you can you can have a look at you know how you're setting the field up as well. But um, it's sort of hard to get a gauge on that once you're amongst the action. Um, but yeah, nothing. Nothing new to implement from me, from mine. I've sort of played a fair bit of footy now and um, know my role sort of inside and out. But um, more more seeing some tendencies of some young guys and um, what they do well and, and then um, picking up on sort of things that um, they're not as good at and um, giving feedback around that. Probably be a little bit hard on game day, but um, in the review and, in, and giving feedback during the week, it's... Um, yeah, it makes it easier when you when you can see sort of what they're doing. 
So you're 28 now. You've got four years to run in your contract. You've got to look at what life looks like after football when you spent 18 months on the sidelines when you did your ACL. You spent a lot of time with Mark McKenzie and the recruiting team. You worked in development. You worked in coaching. Have you got an idea of what life looks like after footy? I know it's still a fair way away, but with a little window like right now, are you thinking about what life looks like after footy? Yeah, no, I think I'll definitely stay in, in football. Um, if I had my sort of preferences in order, I'd love to, to be a list manager or um, a GM of footy. And if I'm not smart enough to do that, then I'll just be a development coach or something. Um, but I'll definitely I'll definitely stay in footy. And it's, it's sort of been um, decent timing getting suspended and there's some national championship games on at the moment. So I'm going to get to watch some uh, some younger guys as well. Shout out to all the development coaches, sis, out there who um, have just been put back in their in their box. What, what, who are some of the players on your that'll be out there today? Who, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm obviously keen to watch Mitch Lewis and Jacob Wettering go at it, and Will Day's a, an up and coming star. But who, are, who are a couple that may have played only you know, twenty or twenty five games? Who, who you think are going to be really standout long term players for your club? Oh, I think I think Joshy Weddle. Um, we sort of don't really know where his best position is yet, and he's doing a bloody good job as a defender at the moment. So he'll have a big job today on one of the big guys, and um, I'm keen to, keen to watch that and see how that unfolds. But um, we get Josh Ward back in the team, who, who works incredibly hard, and he's another accumulator and uses the ball well. So um, those two are some, some good young guys coming back, and um, you know, I think we've got a number of sort of young guys that are starting to really find their feet. They've played sort of 20 to 30 games now. Um, Connor McDonald, hopefully he bounces back after uh, he's had a pretty good month, but um, had a had a, a quieter game last week. So um, he's someone that when he's playing really well, really helps us out in terms of score involvements, and um, he's really clean and agile. The captain of the Hawks, James Sicily, joins us on Sunday crunch time. Uh, I, if you look at some of the results this year, when there's been a disappointing effort uh, by by you boys, you've been able to really bounce back and play much better the week later. You haven't really put two bad ones together over the course of the year, and that happens, I guess, with a young developing team as well. Is that something when you when you have a disappointing effort, the review, and, and you steal yourself to make sure that it doesn't happen too consistently in a row? Yeah, I think it, it is quite easy to bounce back after a disappointing performance because, you know, you go into that week with a real steely resolve that you didn't really perform the way you wanted to, so you're trying to get the best out of yourself and sort of rectify that. The challenge is when you play a good game to just keep backing it up. That's the, that's what the good teams do. They don't they don't get complacent, but they stay um, completely sort of driven in the, and, and go about their business with their routine and um, the way they attack training. So that's all learning for us, and um, it is quite easy to, to bounce back after a poor performance. James, you started your journey as a forward. You're a defender now. Denver Granger Barras, there's so much interest in him. He can't get into this side at the moment. He played as a forward yesterday and kicked four. Has he got a future there? Yeah, well, I imagine he's going to play there again next week after kicking four after his first first gig down there. Um, he's got plenty of talent, so um, we'll give him every opportunity to find his way into the side. Um, but, yeah, I, I went down the box hill and had a watch, and I, I enjoyed watching him play forward. He's, um, he's a good character, Denver. I, I rate him. I like him as a fella, too. Chad Wingard's back into this team for the first time since round nine. He spent a couple of weeks playing at Box Hill. A lot of intrigue in him, given his status in the game and his contract status right now. What's he been like in the last month? It must have been quite difficult for someone of his experience to be playing in the twos. 
Yeah, to be honest, I haven't changed. I haven't really um, noticed too much difference in his attitude. He's he goes about his business quite professionally, and he understands he's not where he wants to be right now with his form. But um, that hasn't deterred his attitude or his involvement around the club. To be honest, it's probably made him a little bit more invested and um, um, giving sort of feedback and um, helping out those younger guys. He's, he's probably done the opposite to what most guys would think, um, which is which is a credit to him and um, something that we need him to continue to do and be, be that person that can help out the younger guys. James, you've almost lost the entirety of that, I guess, that premiership group of players that have been there, and um, Sam Mitchell's now your head coach, but Luke Bruce is still there doing what Luke Bruce does. I don't imagine he's a, an incredibly vocal guy, but what is he, what, you know, what's the worth of, of Luke Bruce, aside from the, you know, the 40 goals he kicks a year and the, the dangerous player that he is, he always takes a, a really um, solid defender any time he sets foot on the ground. But what does he bring Monday to Friday to your group? Um, yeah, incredibly consistent in terms of the way he trains and the way he plays. He's, you're right, he's not someone that um, is extroverted and, and, and outspoken. But what he does do is he puts time into guys on like one-on-one. Um, so he'll be out there post-training giving all the younger forwards tips. And then I suppose you just sort of admire the way he goes about it and... Um, He's a real role model in terms of professionalism and um, and getting up uh, to play each week. You know, he's getting a bit older now, but he's still still training very well. And, um, yeah, a lot of the guys look up to him. Before we let you go, big moment for your head coach during the course of the week, uh, inducted into the Australian Football Hall of Fame. Uh, a wonderful moment for a very deserving man. Much made of it at the football club. How would you go around it? Was it just a simple acknowledgement of it or a little bit more? Yeah, that was... Oh, to be honest, I, I had no idea there was a induction night, and then I saw it all over socials, and I was like, "Oh, holy crap! That's that's an amazing effort." And um, yeah, he obviously kept it under his lid because you have to. But um, yeah, incredibly deserving. And um, the day after, we had a little, well, not a little one, it was sort of the whole footy club came uh, downstairs and um, had some some uh, people say some kind words about him and watch some vision, which was. Uh, Pretty awesome to watch and um, just congratulate him again um, as a whole footy club. Outstanding. Uh, James, thank you for your time as well. Of course, uh, big game today for your footy club and looking forward to you being back out on a park in the not-too-distant future, mate. Thank you. Yep. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Sorry for not being in there in person.